The violence in Chicago is tragic, and for many, it's also mystifying. It's hard to understand why someone would think it's a good idea to drive down a street and open fire at young men on a corner, families at a barbecue, mourners at a vigil. WBEZ is sharing the stories of young shooters for our project every other hour. For this story, WBEZ's Robert Wildeboer talked with someone who is older, and he spoke with us on the condition of anonymity. When he was a young gang member, he shot at somebody. Now at 38, he says he still illegally carries a gun everywhere he goes, and he uses it. The last time was just a few weeks ago. It was a late night, leaving my lady friend's house, and as I came out, a suspicious guy just standing outside. Then he asked me to use my phone, so I let him use a phone, and then he was just, like, making, going out of his way to make extra conversation. So once he did that, you know what I'm saying, that was like all the signals of this ain't right. He just seemed out of place. So, you know what I'm saying, my first thing is to get as close to my my pole, you know what I'm saying, for y'all who don't know what poles are, but, you know, poles is slang term for pistols. My thing is get to the car and get my pole because I don't know if he has a pole, if he got a knife or whatever, but I'm knowing that this ain't going to end good, you know what I'm saying, if I continue to just stand here and talk to this guy unarmed. So, you know what I'm saying, I was reaching in my car. He didn't really see me because he was on the other side of the car, but me, you know what I'm saying, unknowing he was with other guys, and they were sitting in the car, a few cars parked behind my car. So I didn't know that they were together. I didn't even know they were there because my focus was on him. You know, when you were out in the streets and you you know certain signs of when somebody, if somebody's reaching their car and they constantly reaching or they're constantly steep, nine times out of ten, they're grabbing a weapon. So they saw the signs of me grabbing a weapon. Next thing you know, I hear engine rev up, and I look up, a car coming at me full speed. So I had to jump in the car. They hit my car door, knocked my car door off. So I jump out. You know what I'm saying? As I'm getting out, you know what I'm saying? I didn't manage to get my pistol. As I'm getting out, I hear this guy give me everything. So as I look and turn, you know what I'm saying? He don't see that I have my pistol, cause he, he, but he's upped his pistol already. So I put my pistol behind my leg so he wouldn't see it as I'm standing out the car. You know, I played a role like he has up a hand. I reached in my pocket. I peeled off $200. I really didn't try. I tried to peel off 20 I balled it up and threw it at him. He looked at the money, and then, you know, we started shooting at each other. You know, the truck took off. You know, I chased him a little bit. And then the, that's how it pretty much ended, you know. Nobody got killed. You know what I'm saying? Everybody lived to fight another day, but that's just an example of how things can just happen just that quick. I grew up in Humboldt Park when it was wild. First time I shot at somebody. Back in the day, you know, everybody... You know what I'm saying? Because we were selling crack back then. Everybody had a day to do security. You got to make sure that nobody gets shot on your watch. So my day of security come. I'm standing in the gangway with the pole. And with the security, how we had security, you had one person hold the pistol. The other guys on security were the lookouts. You had to keep an eye out for the stick-up men. had to keep an eye out for the cops. 
you also got to keep the eye out for the enemies. So this particular day is one of those days, you know what I'm saying, being that we so close to our enemy, we can see them when they coming. We see somebody coming on a bike, two people on a bike, nine times out of ten they coming to shoot. Here they come. I already know, come out the gangway. Where they at? They riding right now. Here they come. I see the guy on the pegs, he getting off the bike. He got a black hoodie on. He going into his hoodie. I know he pulling he pulling his pistol out, but our we got the upper hand because we had lookout set up, so I started shooting at him first. I ain't hit him or nothing, you know what I'm saying, just scared him off. You know, after that, we go every shut shop down for about an hour because the police all over us. Oh, shoot, man, you know, ain't nobody outside. You know, we we all in, our little, in the little hideout. Yeah, boy, you, yeah, you know, they congratulate me. Yeah, yeah, boy, you took care of me. Yeah, that's how you do it, yeah, you know. You know, after that, I'm like, man, yeah, you know, it's like an adrenaline boost. Like, man, yeah, I just, man, I'm the man. <laughs> you know, I, I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? After that, anytime some type of shooting head off, man, I'm going. Ain't no, 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 little, no, little brother, you can't, no, I'm going too. Y'all going? Y'all going to do a hit? I'm going too. Even if I just want, even if I'm just standing on security, I want to go. It was just, man, it was, it was like, it's like a drug. You don't know, get addicted to living the lifestyle, living the gangster lifestyle. Since I was a kid, I always was infatuated with that type of lifestyle. Always. Anytime I go outside, I take my bro. 24 shot Ruger. And I got an extended clip on my eyes. That's the one I usually carry because as you've seen, you know what I'm saying, it's easy to conceal. The neighborhood I live in, it's not the nicest neighborhood and there's always something happening over there so it's more to protect myself. Those cats around there, you know, they known for sticking people up. So when I be when I jump in the car with my homies, they ain't got no slammer with them, I'm not getting in the car with them. We got to have a slammer with us. Because I've got older now, but my younger days, you know, I, I've done some real evil shit, you know. I'm not ashamed of nothing that I really did. Well, I really don't regret it, but, you know what I'm saying, I can understand why somebody would want to do something to me. You know, now I just want to have fun and just live my life. But at the same time, I got to protect myself because shit I done done ain't, you know what I'm saying, hey, if the shoe was on the other foot, I'd feel the same way some people feel about me. I want to knock me off, too. You know what I'm saying? I refuse to let one of these cats kill me. I refuse. If I have to kill somebody for me to make it home at night, and make it home to my kids and make it home to my people, I'm going to do what I got to do to make it home. Period. I'm not just going to be no easy kill. You're not going to be on Facebook saying you're smoking such and such pack. At my expense, because, you know, that's a cool saying that when somebody gets killed, oh, we smoking JoJo pack. We smoking 50 pack. You know what I'm saying? That's a way of disrespecting somebody that got knocked off. Nah, you won't be saying my name on nobody's pack. You know what I'm saying? Anytime I leave out the door, I'm taking my gun with me. And then when I have it slotted up, it fits right in the stash to where I can get to it fast. Stash is a part, is a place where you hide something. You know what I'm saying? So I have my pistol in my car, you know what I'm saying, when I'm riding. And then I also make sure my stash, you know what I'm saying, is open. At first I wasn't doing it, but since 
you know, on the news, you've been seeing all these incidents where you you'll be on the expressway and guys just ride up shooting cars up and things like that. So now I ride with it open at all times. So you know what I'm saying? My the way my my stash is set up. If if police was to get behind me, I can close it quick and they they won't even see it. I just bam, it's closed. You know what I'm saying? Then they, only way they'll they'll find they'll have to dismount on my car to find it. So. I keep my stash open, so if I see something look funny or if I hear a shot of anything, you know, I'm able to return fire to, you know what I'm saying, get to safety and get them up off me or whatever. Or if I have an incident to where, you know what I'm saying, I have to jump out and then it's get busy time. It's, man, it's get busy time because uh, I always tell my young boys this too. That split second of hesitation could cost you your life. The way things are out here, you can't be hesitating. You can't second guess yourself, none of that, because... That'd be the difference between you living and dying or the difference between you laying up in somebody's hospital. You know, I've been shot before. I know how it feel. You know what I'm saying? To be laying down, face down in the dirt, gasping. You not knowing what's, what's next. So, nah, I, I know that feeling. So I don't want that feeling ever again. What's the future going to be like? For us, you know what I'm saying. They say it's, it's gonna get worse before it get better, which it looks like it's going it's going that way. But my thing is, shouldn't nobody just be pointing the finger and just saying, "Oh, it's these guys' fault"? Because I noticed on the news, the first thing they want to say, "Oh, the gang members, the this and that." They always want to point the finger. But how is it that they're in the situation that they're in? There's no jobs. There's no schooling. There's no recreation. Poor, underprivileged people trying to survive. What you think's going to happen? People going to do what they got to do to survive. You know what I'm saying? And then the people who are pointing the finger, y'all ain't never lived this life. Y'all, 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 who, who are you to judge us? Y'all don't live our life. Y'all know what we go through day to day. Y'all don't know our struggles. Y'all don't know our plights. Some people be having real, you know what I'm saying? They come from birth into the struggle. We didn't choose to be this way. You know what I'm saying? We just was put in a situation and we had to do what we got to do. We got to survive. Period. We got to eat. And we don't care what y'all think. We got to eat. You don't want us to be out here shooting and killing one another? Give us some fucking jobs. Give us something. Because guess what? What you gonna tell little Jojo that's living in poverty, broke as hell, his mom struggling to keep a roof over here, lights finna get cut off. He ain't got no shoes. He going to school getting laughed at. What you think Jojo gonna do? Jojo gonna hit that corner. You got big dog riding past with this nice ass car, all the women flashing, money. What you think he gonna do? Jojo gonna say, fuck school. I'm out here with him. I'm gonna chase his money. You know, I'm gonna point the finger at him and tell him, oh, you wrong? Hell no. Get your money, young boy. That's what I'm gonna tell him.